Rediscovering Self is a podcast that addresses the daily ramblings of the mind and talks about what influences the way we think and how we can cope in an ever-changing world. This podcast is brought to you by Amrutam, an Ayurvedic lifestyle brand and wellness community. Hi, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rediscovering Self with Amrutam. I'm your host, Preeti, and every week at Friday at 8pm, I speak to a professional where we unpack a thought and try to understand how the mind works. How has the first week of the year been for all of you? Have you had a chance to think about it yet? Let's do one thing. Let's sit with ourselves today and just try to understand what's going on in our mind and in our body. Our thoughts, our feelings, our sentiments, our emotions, our symptoms. I think if there's something that the first seven episodes of this podcast has taught us is that we really need to be mindful of who we are, where we are and how we're feeling at any different point in time. That said, today's episode promises some talk of mindfulness too. A little bit of consciousness about the self because what we're going to be talking about today is anger. Our thought is, I lose my temper and I hate it when things don't go my way. And joining us on Rediscovering Self to discuss this is Tanvi Kankan. Tanvi Kankan is a mental health counsellor who combines humanistic, cognitive behavioural and psychodynamic styles of counselling in her private practice. She also engages in research in community mental health in projects in India and internationally, and she's interested in how we can make mental health reachable for people across the social and cultural spectra. Tanvi, thank you so much for joining us here on Rediscovering Self. It's an absolute pleasure to have you and so, so cool to be able to talk to someone who's so passionate about mental health. Thank you so much, Preeti, and thank you for doing this. I think it's great what you're doing. I'm actually really looking forward to today's topic. I think the initial conversations we had as well were very eye-opening for me because you brought around a lot of different perspectives to the topic itself. And uh, I can't wait for people to listen to it because I feel like there's so much of deep diving that's going to be happening on this particular podcast. So just to jump right into it, what we're going to be talking about today is I lose my temper a lot and I hate when things don't go my way. I think temper issues in general, right, like anger issues or having a short temper, these are terms that are thrown around quite a bit, especially in a day and age as stressful as the one that we live in. But uh, before we go further into the hows and whys of it, I just want to start with the term anger itself. You know, like there are times when we get angry and there are times when we just fly off the handle. But there's a difference, right, in, you know, healthy and unhealthy anger. So how do we look at this whole spectrum of anger to begin with? Yeah, this is exactly um, what I would want to address before we talk about any concern related to an emotion. We should acknowledge that all emotions, they have a purpose, right? We've evolved to feel them. Um, And there's, if there's an emotion, that means that there's some information that we can gain from it. There's value to that emotion. Uh, It helps us accomplish something when when you know utilized um well the same with anger so for instance if if uh, you know the average person uh, might get angry about four times a day um and someone who has a temper problem might be closer to 12 so so you start seeing um you know a difficulty where when it comes to increased frequency and perhaps also in the reaction that you uh, let out when you feel the anger. 
Right. So a lot of it you're saying is in controlling the reaction itself, which is what defines the difference between healthy and unhealthy, like that particular line that we need to draw. It comes from where our reactions stem from. Is that right? Um, yeah, I think uh, if if we're not letting ourselves acknowledge that we're feeling something and allowing us time to respond, right? We, we, we're going to be reacting instead of responding. Uh, and um, so that's one. And of course, then frequency, right? If, if you find yourself getting angry a lot, that's when you might say that, oh, I, my temper's getting, you know, been getting the better of me. And then we want to know what is it really, what's behind that? Hmm. Right, which is actually my next question, because if, uh, you know, someone is flying off the handle far more than normal, and it is, it's not justified in a certain way, which is what, you know, we would construe as an anger issue, then what what is actually happening behind this kind of behavior? Where is it coming from? Yeah, so, you know, this, this idea of justification is pretty interesting. Um, I do use a lot of... Uh, cognitive behavioral thought uh, when it comes to working with clients right in therapy some proponents of the theory kind of say that oh well at some point anger is not justified at all or all the alternative is also all emotion is justified right i mean you you have the right to feel whatever you're feeling whenever you're feeling right whenever there's anger there's there's a tendency to have some assumptions of values okay so either uh you know sometimes we're angry at ourselves right then we're saying oh we should have done this so hmm. this didn't go how it was supposed to we might even feel guilt right but when a lot of time when you're feeling angry at someone else so you know when things aren't going your way that uh, assumption of how things should go the values we're putting our values on other people so we are um using a lot of maybe should statements or uh, what um, a famous theorist, uh, Dr. Ellis called masturbation, that this must go in this way or this must go in that way. But when we start looking at it, um, that starts breaking down a little bit. And I I think that's something we could go into more right now. Wow, that's interesting, actually. And that term, I've heard it for the first time, masturbation, but it makes so much sense because I mean, we all have a very set way of looking at things in a certain way, right? Maybe it's our programming or it's our truth. That's all we know. And I suppose it does take a lot of work to kind of come out of that and understand that there is an alternate opinion out there or there is a different way to do things and that not everybody is the same. So maybe that is where the clash is actually happening, that one isn't able to accept that there is a different way. And that's where, you know, the anger actually begins. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, In a way... For instance, um, say you're having a conflict uh, with your friend, okay? And you're saying, well, um, she should be calling me back, right? Uh, when uh, when I've given her a call, she should be calling me back. And she should be understanding that I'll be heard about it, right? Uh, that's So you're putting your values again on someone else, right? So uh, at that time, when you look into her opinion at that time or her basis there, there might be actually a lot of that obviously if she's doing something there's a reason for it right so if if anything has been done there were certain things that we can look at their predictors or their contributing factors to the fact that that thing happened right 
so at at some point the should becomes quite redundant or uh, it it doesn't lead us anywhere so for instance with this friend um, maybe she of course maybe she just forgot or maybe she has a tendency to forget she's forgetful so then she literally cannot you know um do what what uh, you feel she should be doing or or maybe she's uh, maybe she's annoyed with you or something right so then she feels that she should not and and she feels the appropriate response is to show it by not returning your calls right now and and if we go by your uh, you know our own um, values at some level a lot of us do believe that we should you know we sh- we would want to be able to do what we feel is right so if we you know if we look at it from the other person's view then they are also doing what they feel is right or what they can do so when you start allowing this is a very trivial example but when you start allowing for that um then then you find your anger softening right so it's also about broadening your own mind or in a way to just understand or accommodate for not just your own shoulds but also other people's shoulds right like just getting that level of understanding is like having a two way street right there and that maybe will allow for a more lenient response yeah and i think you uh, said something really uh, well which was that you that clarity on firstly your own values and as well as of course understanding the others values sometimes we don't even know why we feel angry about something then we start when we start examining it we understand where what assumption we're having about the situation mm. right right that makes a lot of sense it's quite an interesting insight actually and brand new information to me so this is really helpful um i just want to pick on something you said over there you know like in some situations and i just want to get into that situation you know like sometimes it can be like a situation itself is provocative in a sense you know like it can maybe get blown out of proportion maybe i'm feeling like i'm being attacked or i'm being a- a- accused which is where you know i feel like i need to get i need, i get defensive you know maybe that is also a reason or that is maybe how i'm taking it as a shortcoming so is is projecting issues also like a cause for anger does that happen because while i completely understand you know the concept of should there is also the situation that when you're in something you know like there is there is something that is actually riling you at that moment and then it just blows up so going from level 0 to level 1 to level 2 of anger like what causes that yeah um you know that's the thing in such a situation when your something is provoking you right let's say there approximately two possibilities on either end and most things are usually you know a spectrum with which falls somewhere in between right one is that uh, what's provoking you is so let's say it's the other person okay they have that they're, they're, they're attacking you right so you're na- you're naturally feeling defensive so in this case now at some level uh, going by what we just learned right in terms of should statements we can understand that this this person for instance has a tendency to uh, you know maybe be aggressive or maybe this is their understanding this is their way of responding to uh, conflict or issues they tend to attack that in itself can help calm you at that moment right so that's going by the should statement now the other uh, extreme is sometimes we perceive it as an attack right uh, at that and it may actually not be sometimes we uh, especially when we find ourselves losing our temper often it could be as you said um that below you know what's coming out as anger is actually based on something else so maybe it's an insecurity right uh, maybe i feel that um okay so i get angry because i feel my employee is not um 
uh, not being respectful and of my time and what I'm saying. And uh, mm-hmm. in this situation, of course, maybe that is the case, right? Maybe it's it's possible that that the employee needs to be um, it's it's not as respectful as I would like, or it's also possible that I'm uh, projecting my own insecurities that I'm not. Uh, handling things well or I'm not regarded well, well enough or respected well enough and that fear of mine is coming out as anger and on her or him that is what I think you're talking about projecting again you know like uh, I just want to kind of pick on a little bit more into the same kind of point over here I just want to pick a little bit more on this in these kind of situations sometimes impulsively you know when someone is really really mad or someone has literally just crossed over to a level of anger that one can't understand it's like a lot of hurtful remarks come out you know and while we start it's it's usually something that we end up regretting later because it maybe came out in the heat of the moment or you know deep inside maybe we actually felt this and we let it out how can we go about understanding these impulsive outbursts because at that moment it feels like you really want to hurt somebody even though when we are completely calm and normal we might not want to actually do that so why does this tip over happen i uh, i do think it's definitely in line with what i mean i can't say you know as a rule but often it could be in line with what we were talking about in terms of it's it's defensive so the only way you know you know how to defend is to attack at that point or lash out um, so there there may be an underlying feeling of anxiety or insecurity or maybe you're stressed about something honestly um something that's not really uh, considered very much is that um anxiety often manifests as irritability and even anger and this includes even not just anxiety but depression right can manifest in these ways so um you know you might be displacing uh, something your anger at something else or it might just be your way of protecting yourself so of course this is the um going deeper into the possible reason uh but when it comes to actually being able to manage it it's at that time you won't really have a chance probably examine it too well yeah so in that case i would uh say that um maybe we want some immediate strategies that you can implement and then later uh, you know overall we can start looking at what might be the underlying feeling of hurt that may be manifesting it what's the anxiety right it's interesting because i would have never thought that anger and irritability could be symptoms of anxiety and depression and now that we are drilling into this topic itself i just want to understand that um how do these manifest as symptoms like i wouldn't have thought that if i'm getting angry then it's a possibility that i'm depressed like you mentioned hurt anxiety and depression so could anger be an indicator of either and how do we understand the root um it could so for instance especially in um you know even generally it's recognized that in adolescents uh, or teenagers um, we we say they uh, they may have a depressive concern if if there's a lot of irritability or even in kids right but i think that's why for instance depression may be overdiagnosed in in women and not so much in men because uh, we don't uh, you know we don't tend to acknowledge this this fact that it could come out in irritability anger which is much more um, acceptable for males to manifest you know to show they they're not allowed to show other emotions women are not allowed to show anger as much and uh, men are allowed to show only anger 
a lot of the time by society. So it's interesting, right? How the social, um, how society kind of can influence our responses, our personal. Yeah, yeah. Behavior, our responses, even the whole concept of should sometimes stems from society. Absolutely. So it's no surprise that there are so many of us who are getting angry at so many things these days, right? Like, I, I don't think it's surprising at all. You know, there's a lot of polarization as well today, I feel. And um, the problem with that is that when you start ca- viewing the whole person in a negative light and as, as someone, you know, that you cannot meet, um, then it's, it's, it's you, you know, you do tend to get angry and it's hard to also continue any conversation or anything else after that so that's actually a strategy for being able to manage anger if you can try and focus on the point that they're saying instead of the person so one part of the situation rather than the person as a whole because again like it's not it's not defining the person so we can't just cancel a human just because there's a lack of agreement over there but to just maybe understand where he or she or they is coming from yeah that itself is a good place to start so um, I, this is actually what I really wanted to tackle with you. You know, I just wanted to understand that how does one start identifying that rage that is building up inside and how does one actually start dealing with it in a situation where one can feel out of control? Most of the time, your body does tell you when you're feeling angry. So I think the first clue is to notice it and to uh, be aware of it before it, it starts, uh, before you react. Right? Just just being aware of it is such a huge um buffer hmm. your you know your face might get hot um you, you feel your body your muscles tensing up right what do you yeah. what do you what can you think of when you feel angry there's usually like a rising feeling in my chest like right from my stomach to my chest and my hands start shaking yeah and uh, i think those are my physical symptoms and i know that okay you know what <laughs> you're going into this rage just maybe take 10 deep breaths and then look at the situation objectively once again <laughs> Yeah, I think and I, I think you're uh, really on the right track there because that's what we you know we need to. I think half of it is uh, noticing that you are getting angry. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. I think so you can take a bit of space and take a moment. And at this time, uh, you know what happens sometimes, like oh, this person is making me so angry, right? Then you, if you, if that's the thought you're having, that oh, I'm so angry at what you're saying, and you just rise with the anger, um, then you. We'll just, you know, you may just end up lashing out as, as said, mm. right? But if you, if you know that, okay, I'm feeling angry. Now I can choose how I want to respond. I can, I can see what's happening. You know, this is the, this is the place where there's that little space for, okay, what do I want to just react? Or do I, or can, is there something that I can respond uh, to over here? Right. Is there a value that I'm imposing on someone? Hmm. that's that's the little space for for that so it's all just about taking a little moment to understand what's going on in the body and looking at the situation rather than the person I think these are two major major takeaways over here yeah so having having your assumptions in mind uh, because you know if if it's not I don't think it's going to be so much point to to recognize um, that you're feeling angry if you're saying oh I'm feeling angry so now I need to take it out and Hmm. that's it so yeah um if you if you choose to respond differently then this is a good start yeah i think you're right like that choice to respond differently has to kind of be there because i feel like for a lot for a lot of us maybe just knowing that that choice exists itself is a little elusive maybe the only thing we know is how to react right 
so i think just knowing that we have that choice to be able to you know choose how we're going to respond and then taking a call looking at the second option as well i think that's a great place to start but how does one start developing that awareness hmm um again i think being in touch with your body would mm-hmm. would be a good start plus honestly it's it sounds very um simple and uh, you know too casual but knowing the you know relationship between stress and anger these days managing your stress the rest of the time is is likely to be helpful as well so that you don't end up displacing it on things that you may not actually want to uh, show your anger to and you know just when things uh, don't appear to be going your way because then that actually will lead to more things not going your way at some point hmm hmm that's absolutely true i think this is such a relevant point right like to just be aware of you know your whole life in general so that you don't end up taking out your anger on something else rather than what it maybe should ideally be directed at i think that's one and then of course i love that whole concept of should that we spoke about you know knowing that everyone has their shoulds and just giving room also allows for dialogue which can maybe help tailor responses i think these are some very very interesting points that have come up in this conversation yeah um i mean right now we've been using the word should a lot as well but uh, for instance by by the time my clients uh, you know understand this they they catch themselves whenever they use should and they catch me as well so it's really you know it can be this or it can be that you know right yeah i noticed you doing that even in this conversation like there were the one or two times when you said should and then you just changed the sentence immediately and i was like ah <laughs> yeah but that's interesting i think it's so nice to be able to have the can over there instead because it allows that room it just gives more space right for other thoughts other ideals other beliefs to come in and then just have like a healthy discussion instead of a mad you know lash out kind of a situation over there so yeah this is this is very very helpful i must say thanks so much tanvi <laughs> thank you pretty and you know just as an ending a uh, note i would say this it doesn't mean that you have to give up on your values right uh, hmm. at any point it's of course you can say this would be preferable or this is what i believe right um, hmm. and also having that security of knowing what your values are will also allow um you to be more um kind to others even if they're quite different Yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense because of course having that security of knowing that you know you've come from somewhere just having that as a rock solid foundation is fine but then you know I think what you said just now just sums it all up beautifully that you don't need to give up on your values you just need to make space for others. That's all. Yeah. I mean it you can make space for others if that's what you're choosing. If you if you like to work on your temper issues. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think there's a lot that even I have taken away over here and I'm pretty sure it's going to be so beneficial to people listening and I feel like there are some points over here that call for immediate action, you know? Like now even I'm going to be so uh I'm going to be so conscious of what I'm saying, the words that I'm using and I'm going to really try to say can instead of should because It's like even words have so much of power. I think that's also one thing that we need to understand when it comes to anger. So thank you so much Tanvi. This has been very very useful. I just want to thank you on behalf of Amrutam for taking the time out and having this conversation and being on this podcast today. Thank you. Thank you Pitit. I hope you found this one helpful and as always I would love to hear from you. If you have any feedback or comments, drop me a line at Peppy Travel Girl. or send a dm to amrutam officials instagram handle we would love to hear from you next week's topic is a super interesting one and i think all of us can relate when i say i'm addicted to social media join me here friday 8 pm and we'll have a conversation on this one
Until then, this is Preeti signing off. Stay safe. Take care. Bye bye. Rediscovering Self is a podcast that addresses the daily ramblings of the mind and talks about what influences the way we think and how we can cope in an ever-changing world. This podcast is brought to you by Amrutam, an Ayurvedic lifestyle brand and wellness community.